biblical Christian worldview. Media missionaries where Christianity and culture collide. Welcome to the Biblical Christian Worldview Podcast. We're going to discuss three topics today. The first is a continuation of last week's discussion on the possibility of lawlessness coming to America. This week in part two, we'll touch on six megatrends which are contributing to the decline of America. Our second topic will be a brief discussion on the loss of Christian backbone as we become more and more isolated from mainstream America. And finally, we'll offer thoughts on why Christians are no longer going to church. In my view, the reason is not strictly the aftermath of COVID. So let's get started. Lawlessness Part 2, Six Megatrends Contributing to a Lawless Nation. This is the second in a series of podcasts focused on the implications of America becoming a lawless nation. The intent is to review megatrends in our nation that are contributing to its lawlessness. In this podcast, we'll outline six megatrends that are likely contributing to why our nation cannot be found in the Bible during the end times. Let me begin with a summary. America is accelerating in the direction of a socialistic state where our government is taking on more and more of the responsibility for providing goods and services directly to those most in need. On the surface, this love for our citizenry would appear to be altruistic and worthwhile. However, the necessary underpinnings that are required to make these programs functional have long-term detrimental consequences. The effect to which these trends persist will determine our continued viability as a sovereign nation. There are numerous articles on our website, bcworldview.org, that attempt to expose these issues and concerns. Following is a list of megatrends that will likely result in the loss of our preeminent position among the nations of the world. Over time, in combination with other events such as a nuclear war, cyber terrorism, an EMP attack, a total financial collapse, a more virulent pandemic, whatever, they could contribute to the total breakdown of our society, hence the word lawlessness. So the megatrends. Six. First, national borders. Our current administration views America as a sanctuary country, allowing entrance to all who are persecuted and to a great degree simply impoverished. This lack of border control continues to allow not only children released from their parents in the hopes of a better life, but illicit drugs and gang members to enter the richest nation in the world. Further, it has emboldened and funded those who provide transit and logistics. Second megatrend, national debt. Beginning with Trump and continuing under Biden, this country has significantly increased as a debtor nation. Currently, the national debt stands at $28 trillion, representing $85,000 for every single person in America. And as we know, the Democrats are pressing hard on further human and physical infrastructure bills that will increase that debt. The consequences of these actions, inflation, and potential deficit will likely not surface for months or even years, even though we have seen significant inflation just in the last six months and does not seem to be uh, any signs of abating. However, over time, our debt load may be the single most significant factor in foreign intervention, the loss of our currency preeminence, and the hollowing out of this country. Third, income redistribution. Socialism has at its core the forced reallocation of wealth and privilege from the successful to the poor by way of an inefficient government-based process, terms used like equity and equality. This system, juxtaposed by capitalism, has been shown to have devastating consequences as it removes the motivation of a work ethic fundamental to the past success of this country. Next, lack of nationalism. 
When a country's population reaches a stage in its deterioration where people no longer see themselves as citizens, but instead as small, factional tribes, each competing for their own personal well-being, the nation loses its will to live. In 1961, John F. Kennedy, a Democrat, offered a call to nationalism when he said, Ask not what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. Today, the call to socialism breeds dependency on a unified government. However, that dependency has aspects of an addiction rather than a nationalistic pride. The recent removal of statues, renaming of institutions, the rewriting and rejection of our historical roots are just the latest symptoms of the re-education of our students, emphasizing the failings of this country. Megatrend number five, loss of personal freedoms. The recent pandemic, coupled with the cancel culture, has made Americans fearful, docile, and complacent in demanding our First Amendment freedoms. This trend will only continue as the administration needs to gain more control over its population in order to institute socialism and wealth redistribution. And finally, number seven, deterioration of our moral underpinnings. We continue to move farther and farther from a biblical Christian nation and toward a form of subjective and situational ethics. Once a supreme authority of God in the Bible becomes unpopular and disconnected, human conditional morality must fill in the gap to determine the definitions of right and wrong. Since we are sinners, the guardrails of God's plan for mankind have therefore been removed. We are left to decide for ourselves if abortion, homosexuality, riots, looting, lying, cheating, pride, recreational drugs, illicit sex, selfishness, etc. have a place in our view of societal norms. This lack of a solid, immovable foundation surfaces in the enactment and application of laws and government policy. The six megatrends above have tentacles that will reach into many areas of our lives. Technologies such as tracking systems, autonomous cars, cell phones, RFID chips for identification control, genetic engineering through processes such as CRISPR, video-based impersonations, and social media conspiracy theories that further weaken our trust in independent news reporting will continue. Wasteful government spending on social programs that have marginal value to bring people out of poverty. Distribution of funds to foreign governments to placate them. Tax increases that force our larger corporations to move to other countries will all likely continue. It's difficult to say if we're living in the end times as outlined in scripture. However, if one steps back and views the incredible number of totally unpredictable changes that have taken place in just the last few years, it would seem apparent to the biblical Christian that God is actively performing one miracle after another to perfect his will on this nation and the world in general. We are told that mankind is not to know when the world's end is near, Mark 13:32. But we are also admonished to be ready. Matthew 24:44. Are you ready? This next podcast is on Christian unity and backbone in America, which is doubtful. There's an old adage that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. This scenario has worked many times in many instances throughout our history. In fact, if you remember back that far, the second impeachment of Trump, of Trump demonstrated a unified effort from both Democrats and Republicans. The intent was to stop the former president from holding public office ever again. Conversely, Christian unity and backbone in America is becoming increasingly doubtful due to the fear of cancel culture mentality. Finding mutual ground, natural or made up, is often a way to coalesce otherwise disparate groups around a common enemy. 
Some believe the Christian community will galvanize for mutual support during the time of increasing persecution. To again grab a phrase from the past, the hope is that we will become the new moral majority. Perhaps we will fight back against the loss of free speech, freedom of religion, and freedom of expression. Sadly, it is more likely that biblical Christians will continue to be forced into a box that falls outside of evolving social norms, isolated and fearful of the woke culture. As we look for Christ's return, I'm saddened by the loss of theologically sound Christian backbone. More and more we see Christless Christians, afraid to be counted for their faith, James 1, 2 through 4. Beyond the deterioration in church fellowship and attendance, recent political changes seem to be working toward end times prophecy. From that perspective, I am hopeful that there will be a remnant who will express Christian unity and backbone as outside persecution continues. If so, I believe that those brave enough to, quote, stand in the gap, unquote, are liable to be anemic in both size and influence. The third and final topic in our podcast today, why are families not going back to church? In early April of 2020, Gallup wrote an article entitled Religion and the COVID-19 Virus in the U.S. It outlined the megatrends well established prior to the pandemic. The technology of quote-unquote virtual worship was already increasing rapidly as an alternative to conventional Sunday morning attendance. They cited a poll done by Pew Research in March documenting that across Christian groups, half or more of those who typically attend church at least monthly say they've been going less often because of the virus. Of course, as we look back, March was only in the early stages of what was to become the greatest exodus of church attendance in U.S. history. Christianity Today reported in December of 2020 that congressional life has turned upside down due to COVID. This on the heels of Southern Baptists reporting the biggest drop in church attendance in 100 years. Families are simply not going back to church. As we stand deep into 2021, looking to put the devastation of the past 20 months behind us, negative trends on church attendance continue. Gallup did a poll published earlier this year stating that for the first time in history, U.S. church attendance fell below 50%. I remain fearful that the deterioration in church attendance, rationalized as due to a transient pandemic, is in fact not a paradigm shift in our culture more than an acceleration in trends already firmly established. Well before COVID grabbed the headlines, church attendance was in decline. Christians, both carnal and biblical, have been losing their backbones and experiencing a weakening in the theology for many years. Let me offer five reasons why families are not going back to church. First, fear of COVID. That will go away as the country continues toward herd immunity. Second, the closure of church kids programs, which have not fully started back up. Third, a pattern of laziness that stressed out families have settled into preferring to stay at home rather than return to the hassle of getting ready and physically attending church. Four, acquiescence by church leaders that COVID is an acceptable rationale for losing connections with kids, youth, and parents. And finally, and most significant, as a country, we no longer expect nor support church involvement as a cultural norm. Sadly, we are losing our way as Americans, replacing the authority of God and Scripture with human conditional morals and ethics. This trend, somewhat hidden for decades, began in our educational institutions and has now graduated into the workplace and the voting population. Church is seen as unnecessary and unfulfilling for an increasing number of carnal Christians who no longer feel compelled by societal norms to, quote, go through the motions, unquote, of church attendance. So in summary, 
The deteriorating trend in church participation we see now has just been an exaggeration of a slow, pervasive movement going on for many years. The fact that COVID never created a revitalized return to God, faith, and spirituality speaks loudly to where we are headed as a nation. Satan could not have had a better formula for merging a trending, inflammatory, liberal political climate with forced social isolation, governmental overreach, and on a personal level, the invisible fear of exposing our families to a pandemic. With the trend already well in place, the acceptability of gaining freedom from Sunday mornings and weekly church activities has only exaggerated the loss of attendance. God is in control and he has provided us with the end of the story. However, his timing and to a large degree the events which precede his arrival remain an intentional mystery. That's all for this week's podcast. Please check us out at www.bcworldview.org. Media missionaries providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you and protect you as you share your faith with a lost and dying world. Biblical Christian Worldview. Media missionaries where Christianity and culture collide.